Cuspers is a grown-up podcast about being a kid. Sometimes that's silly, and sometimes that's heavy. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Hello, friends, and welcome to Cuspers, a podcast about growing up. I'm your host, Joseph Bricker, he, him, born 1995. Today is the last episode in our Back Home Summer Special series. I know, I know, it will be missed, but it's been a really fun journey. During a regular episode of Cuspers, I try not to talk too much about myself, because for me, it's about the guest. So taking a little bit of time to chat with and really love on some people from my life has been really nice. And that trend is going to continue into today's episode. I'm chatting with my friend Ryan. We dig into the annals of memory and uncover the long-lost skyscraper challenge. What is it? Well, let's hop in. This is all going to be cut out. Don't worry, I didn't just dox your email to... The people who are going to listen. <laughs> I am here with Ryan Shapiro. He, him, born 1996. Ryan, my guy. Hello. Hello, Joseph. Thank you for having me on this podcast. Of course. I should say, pardon me. I did not introduce you properly. I should say Dr. Ryan Shapiro. Oh. Ha, ha. He, him, yeah. born 1996. You are. You're a medical doctor. I am. Yeah. Yeah. I am. I am a medical doctor. And I hope. You know I say this with the utmost love in that had you asked me 20 years ago when we first met, not quite 20 years ago, about 18 years ago (laughs) when we first met, if I thought you would be a medical doctor, I would be shocked. I would be shocked. So would I. You and I met in fourth grade and Mm -hmm. what a time that is, fourth grade. Yeah. Do you remember it? I do. I remember being upset that we were in different classes. We definitely were in fourth grade class together. Yes. How dare you? How dare you not I'm so I'm a horrible friend. (laughs) You are. Actually, this call is over. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. No, I'm just kidding. It is totally fine that you don't remember that we were in fourth grade together. I think we had fourth grade and fifth grade class together, actually. I don't think we were separated from fourth and fifth grade. You had Miss Mead, right? I did for fourth and fifth grade. She moved up to fifth grade. Oh, yeah. And I had Mead in fifth grade. Yes. I also had Mead in fifth grade because we had fourth and fifth grade class together. I, (laughs) I remember us having fifth grade together. Um, because I remember like the literature books, mm-hmm. I remember like you pointing at something that like someone wrote in it that was like inappropriate at the time, which was probably like piss or something like that. I do not and remember this I, at all. Oh, you don't? Okay. I remember you like pointing at stuff in the book and being like, Ooh, someone highlighted like, I don't know, like piss or something like that. Or like they like wrote it down. It was some, it was like a fifth grader curse word. Right. And you, and I would just like. Wouldn't stop laughing because I'd get laughing attacks. You you still oh. get laughing attacks, my guy. You still, once you really get going, it's hard for you to stop. Yeah, I have to get slapped out of it. It's a problem when I drive. But even the slapping <laughs> makes it worse. Like you are the definition of slap happy. Like the slapping makes it funnier. It li- I like it. <laughs> okay, well, that's another podcast. Welcome to Kinkers, where we talk to creatives about their kinks. Yes, you and I became friends in fourth grade. And... When I say that you are a ball of energy, I 
I do not exaggerate. I was really, um, as a side point, I was really struggling to find the right ADHD medication that worked for me. Sure. <laughs> totally. So it was, it was like, it was, it was a struggle for everyone. Um, but I was having a blast. No, for with- sure. And I think like, it's something that speaks to like, you know, uh, one of your great qualities today is that like, you're just like very enthusiastic and passionate and like the things that you get into, you get like very, very into, I mean, Heck, dude, you're a medical doctor because you think medicine is super cool and you just like really, really buckled down and studied it like nobody's business. Yeah. Medicine is awesome. It's the coolest thing. It's the coolest thing. It gets us through it the day, the baby. It gets us. I, I love it. I'll read, I'll read some journal articles sometimes. <laughs> I remember very fondly fourth and fifth grade with you. You also were a little bit of a troublemaker, not on purpose. Like, you were not, like, a bad kid, but I think, like you were saying, you just uh, were still sort of figuring out how to direct some energy. And uh, there, were, there were a couple times where things got broken or uh, where we got in trouble or where just the laughter consumed and took over completely. Yeah. I, like, broke a lot of stuff. And I, I think that's something I don't think about enough is how much, how much destruction was left in my wake as a child. You just turn around. You see piles and piles of drywall and broken vases yeah there was a welcome mat that i ruined because i covered it with pudding at one point as a child i think a standout moment for me though was this was at another friend's birthday party in fifth grade we're all having a sleepover we're playing naruto on the wii and things started getting a little rowdy and uh this other person who whose birthday i believe it was um ended up uh, taking a little leak on your hypoallergenic pillowcases as revenge because you were being uh, so hyper. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you what. I never, I never expect someone to get mad at me and take a piss on my pillowcase. <laughs> but now, now I, every day that's an active threat. I'm like, if they get mad at me, who knows? They could, they could take a piss on my pillowcase. I remember that. And I remember kind of being like the punishment doesn't match the crime. <laughs> I agree because I was like, I gotta be honest. I don't remember what you did to merit this. Oh, I just like liked it when I was be- when I was a kid. I was so annoying. I like fuel. People would be like, "You're being so annoying," and I'm like, "Yes, I will be more annoying." And so I was. And then um, it bit me right, right, right in the the, the tuchus. And then it just bite you in the tuchus. It peed on your pillow. Yeah, it did. Yep. And it was such a huge deal. Because these were hypoallergenic pillows for your allergies. They were. I, uh, I have a lot of allergies. <laughs> That's why you became a doctor. So you could treat yourself. No. But. Ryan, just yes. say yes, okay? Just say yes to I the know, joke. I know. Say yes to I the know. bit. Yes, and. Yes, so and. Sorry. Yes, and. Yes, chef. Having a little bit of distance from it now, what do you think it is that like when people said you were being annoying that just like fueled you and made you want to like do it more? I think it was the attention. Yeah. Growing up, I mean, even now, but like so much less so. Like everyone likes attention. Sure. Most people do. Um, no, I, I, I can, I I can of, back you up here. You are, in fact, an adult. I can back you up on this. You are a well-adjusted adult. Yeah. I, I think like the attention that it brought me, even though it was negative, I still enjoy um, because I was so awkward. I thought I was more awkward than everyone else, which I don't even know if that's true. I thought that was my way of like interacting socially. Yeah. So like even if it's negative attention, negative attention is better than no attention. Yeah. That's how I felt. I get that. I totally get that. 
And that sort of like spirals out to like, I think deeper and darker things too, where it's like, it reminds me of a, a Phoebe Bridgers song. Yeah, that's right. We're talking about Phoebe Bridgers here on this podcast. We're a bunch of sad boys. But her song, Moon Song, which is uh, about a bit of a toxic relationship, and she has written about it. She's like, this song is about wanting somebody to treat you so bad because at least they'd treat you at all. I am not familiar with that song. Ooh, ooh. Uh, I love it. It's maybe my favorite of hers. I will be listening to it after this podcast. Just get, get a bunch of tissues next to you, man. Get ready to cry your eyes out. Oh, well, I will. I will. I, I could use a good cry. Yeah. I was talking with Graham the other day on a, on a previous mm-hmm. episode, our mutual friend Graham. We talked about uh, yes. DMCs, our deep, meaningful conversations. Oh. Speaking of crying. Uh, and I feel like you were often the instigator of a lot of these DMCs that we would have, like all the guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were amazing. I, I think that, and I don't mean this like lightheartedly or as a hyperbole, DMCs helped me grow as a person, mm-hmm. as, a, as a kid, like as a group together, more than most things I experienced as a child or teenager. The emotional feedback that I got from it, the, the openness the care that we all had, the love, I mean, it, it changed me. And I, I, I instigated them a lot because I, 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 like, I liked how it felt to be that open with people and to be that vulnerable with people who I trusted because there were things I was unsure about. And I, you know, you all were and are my best friends. So who else would I go to about that stuff? Absolutely. And hey, likewise, buddy. And, you know, I, while I say I think you did instigate a lot of them, you certainly did not instigate all of them. Like, we all yeah. needed that kind of vulnerable, safe space. And that's what sort of Graham and I said, too. Again, if you haven't listened, listeners, go back to a previous episode about how important that is to have that kind of, like, open, vulnerable space where we can really just, like, share and emotional feedback. I love that you said that. And it is super important. I, I likewise feel that it was so important to, like, my growth and my growing up. Right, the whole uh, purpose of this series that uh, I'm doing right now is called the Back Home Summer Special. And you do not live in Kansas City at the moment. You're in Chicago mm-hmm. uh, off doing big, important, grown-up things. But you were in Kansas City all throughout college, or rather you went to the University of Kansas, which is nearby. And so I'm curious for you, as somebody who, like me, no longer lives, quote, back home, what does the phrase going back home mean to you? The first thought that pops into my head is seeing friends. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. Going back home, I think about friends, I think about barbecue, and it makes me smile to think about that. It's weird. Uh, I have lived in, I lived in Kansas from 27. I lived in Kansas until I was 26. So it is strange, but the times I've been back, you know, it, it feels really good to see my friends, but I'm also, you know, happy being away and kind of uh, exploring life outside of a mid-sized city slash classic midwestern suburb yeah i'm gonna try and phrase this question i have my own opinion on it i'm gonna try and phrase this question without forcing that opinion on the question do you feel like it has been important for you and also do you feel like it's important for anybody to at some point move away from where they consider home yes why is that you can experience life like in your own town you can you can live there you can you know relationships there and you, you can you can die there um but like there, there's so much more to the world to the people to culture like the, how people act is different in different cities how what, what you can experience food music culture it changes and i'm not just talking about someone who just you know oh i've just 
I've only been in Chicago for a year and I'm now like a know the world. I don't, but I've, I've traveled a decent amount and people have to get out to see what the world's really about as cheesy, absolutely cheesy as that sounds. Mm. You know, I like me some cheese, especially mm. in Chicago, got some deep dish cheese. Yum, yum, yum. Mm. Now that you are in Chicago, you're kind of in a new phase of life. What are the biggest things or the biggest differences that you're noticing between uh, Chicago and living in Kansas? Biggest differences, you know, the public transport's amazing. Shout out, shout out. The density of the city is really cool. The different neighborhoods, different vibes to explore. It just seems like a very like well-adjusted city. What do you um, mean by that? There are faults. Um... It just seems like a lot of people are very much like, I'm going to sound not with it. I'm going to sound like a white dude who's like, oh, the gentrification of the South. Let's slow the part. Okay. Well, well, okay. Like, hey, hey, let me, well, yeah. let me, let me, yeah. uh, let me maybe lay up that I think that's actually very aware of you. I don't think that sounds, I don't think you sound like a dumb white guy to be like, oh, going to a more diverse city seems to have like a little bit more forward thinking and you are enjoying that. In a way that yes. you felt maybe Kansas City was like a little bit, uh, a little bit less forward thinking, at least in the parts you were experiencing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I could repeat that. <laughs> no need. No need. You already said it. And I just extrapolated your thoughts. We're so in sync. Exactly. It's like we're finishing each other's thoughts. Onions. 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 I like onions. Ryan, when you think about your childhood, what are like the first flashes of memory that come to mind? Like... Don't even have to be full memories, but just like images. First flash things when I just say, hey, Ryan, tell me about your childhood. First things. Boom, boom, boom. What comes up? Herzl. What is that? I mean, I know, I know what it is, that but is. explain it to the listeners. Yes. Yeah, that is a um, Jewish summer camp in um, Webster, Wisconsin. It is an amazing camp. I had a lot of good childhood memories there in the summer, and it was fantastic. And then other images of my childhood is all the guys sitting around in a circle in the basement. Usually um, your basement. Yours was the go-to basement. Usually, yes. The cold basement without any windows where you have no idea what time a it is. A lot of stuff happened in that basement that we, yeah. uh, that we don't even need to say. Because it was no, all great, it all it's, beautiful. Because it's implied. You get it. You get it. <laughs> you get it. You I will say no more. The listeners get it. Yeah. They know. Yeah. A lot, lot of, of stuff happened in that basement. Mm-hmm. That basement should be demolished. <laughs> well, it did get a new paint job, which was shock, which was shocking to see. Like, really, truly, it was red for a very long time. And then at yeah. some point when we were all in college, your parents repainted it blue. And I went down and yeah. saw it, and like, really? It was a shock to my system. Yeah, I mean, the old basement is gone. Yeah, it's, it's just different. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Herzl, guy sitting but, around in a circle in your basement. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I don't know. A lot of memories from my teenage years flashback mm -hmm. because I was so for angsty. Sure. Um, I remember the images of, you know, getting ready for plays, the and then immediately the smell of makeup, the smell of foundation under my mm -hmm. nose. The very um, cheap, thick foundation that we use for the stage plays. Yes. Yes, that like comes back. God, I remember the oh, the skyscraper. Uh, from Winstead. Oh my you... God, the Winstead skyscraper. Holy shit, dude. Yes. I have not thought about that in a very long time. Yeah, that was in middle school. Do you school. want to explain what this skyscraper is? So there's a um, there's this old diner in Kansas City. It's been open since the 40s called Winstead. It's great burgers. It's like kind of stuck in the past, but in a great way. And they uh, make pretty good milkshakes. And one of their milkshakes is called a skyscraper. 
that is served in like basically a vase. Uh, do, do you know and how many is, ounces it is? I would assume at least like 32 it's ounces. It's huge. It's a lot of no, milkshake. No, no, no. Probably like 64. I bet it's like 64. Probably like 64. It is a lot of milkshake. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that is for people counting at home. I'm going to do the mental math. I think that's like uh, four pounds. Is that what you're trying to get? No, it's not. Well, it, I, I know. It, I, it's not the same. But if it's 16 ounces, it's to like a six pound, pounds. No, it's like 16 ounces to a pound. 64 divided by 16 is four. <laughs> I will I not cut this out. I will not cut this Please out. Cut Absolutely this out. Please not. cut this out. Absolutely not. Ryan is a brilliant doctor. And doctors don't need I to don't. do short division. Yes, we do. Anyway, anyway, Ryan's a brilliant doctor. This isn't getting cut out. But in middle school, we did the skyscraper challenge. Did you ever do the skyscraper challenge? I didn't because uh, I had a, a very sensitive time. Okay. But the skyscraper challenge, I still, I still, as the listener might imagine, is one person finishing an entire skyscraper by themselves. I, um, I remember vividly you doing mm-hmm. it. And I didn't have a cell phone at the time. So I had my mom's phone. <laughs> and it was a flip phone. And I like filmed you doing it on my mom's phone and then gave that phone back to my mom. So your mom and somewhere just happened. has a video of me absolutely housing an enormous milkshake. And then throwing up soon after. Okay, all right. It was not so soon after. It was soon, but relatively it was, soon. I mean, it was in the parking lot of the place you consumed. I don't think that's true. I think it was in the bathroom. I, I don't mm. remember. So for my own pride, I'm going <laughs> to say it was in the bathroom. All right, I'll give you that. It was in the I did it twice, story. actually. I did not film you in the bathroom. I did it twice, and the second time, I didn't throw up. Well, that's good. Yeah. It's like building up your tolerance. It's, it's, it's like growth. Training. It's what it is. It's growth. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Absolutely. Treat better yourself. Thank you. I am very proud. I'm very proud of myself. I can do long Go division, ahead. and I can drink so much milkshake. Mm. These are why you should date me, ladies. Exactly. And it's got a killer smile and a great, great sense of humor. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Ryan, so this is actually the last episode in the Back Home Summer series. You are our grand finale. You've been my best friend for many, many, many years. And I guess I just, my question for you is sort of similar to what we said before about people leaving their home, needing to leave their home to experience the world. Do you have any, any thoughts for me, any advice for me in this period of my life where I am visiting back home and actually soon to be returning to my my new home my home of the past several years of los angeles i think it's hard to form new memories that are as concrete and as life-changing as the ones we had in our childhood but that doesn't mean that you can't have new memories and have fun and feel those connections and smile knowing all the work that you put into it and all the memories you had there. Absolutely. I think that's very wise words. Seems a little bit like it, it's, it's, it's meant for you just as much as it's meant for me as we are both on these new adventures in life. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't do, and I got to go back so I can learn long division. <laughs> that's true. You have to go back to school. What if, I have what to if go you back. and I Billy Madisoned together and we went back to high school? I, <laughs> do you think we would be kings of the school? I, I think I'd pass AP bio. <laughs> I think I would fail most of my classes if I went back, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would be so past the point of wanting to study because I did it. I did like the hardest studying. And so now I'm like, I 
Like I beat the game. Yeah. Like why do I need to keep on? I'm not doing. I farmed all the way to level 100. There's no more higher yeah. level. I can't keep going. Yeah. I I crammed two semesters worth of information in two weeks. Like, come on, man. Come on. All right. Well, Ryan, before I let you go, is there anything you want to share with the people? Any last things you want to say? Now is your time. The platform is yours. We're giving you all the positive attention you could possibly want. Thank you. Spotlight Um, shines. Um, Please check me out on my private Instagram. (laughs) uh... (laughs) No, plug it. Plug it. Uh, R Shap for Shap four. Sorry, can you say that one more time? It is R Shap four Shap four. So that's R S H A P four S H A P four R Shap uh, four Shap four. Yes. No, it's wrong. That's wrong. Jesus. This is why you're. A, it this is, is why you're a doctor, not is, a content it creator. Is, it, no, I can be. It is Ryan for Shap four. Ryan. R-Y-A-N four S-H-A-P four. Yeah. And send me a friend request. If you're uh, cool, I will accept it. And if you're not, he won't. And so if he does or a it, follow request, not a friend request. If he so does old. it, I, oh my God, Facebook friend request. What? <sighs> I am still on Facebook. That is probably my, the biggest red flag about me. Oh, so am I. I don't uh, use it. I don't ever post on it, but I do still have an account. Yeah, I use it on the marketplace. Yeah. Facebook marketplace is... But- a good place actually i think it's worth it just for oh, that oh great friend maybe that's maybe the lasting advice is that it facebook marketplace if you still have a facebook account keep it just for the marketplace it's okay yeah it's okay even if you even with like the racist relatives you just have to ignore their posts and focus on the marketplace you can mute them you can mute them on facebook yep. Yep. all right ryan well i love you so much thank you for being here thank you for having me joseph it's been a pleasure bye bye Thanks so much for listening to the final installment in the Cuspers Back Home Summer Special Series. I hope it was enjoyable for you. It certainly was for me. And even though the special series is over, I'd still love to hear what being back home means to you. You can email the show at thecusperspod at gmail.com or you can DM me on Instagram at joseph.bricker. I'd like to thank Jean-Claude and the Eclairs for the use of their song, All It Ever Was, as the intro and outro of the show. All other music is by Calvin Adams. You can find all those folk stuff anywhere you buy or stream music. Show art is by the pontificent John Charles Bricker. I've been Joseph Bricker, and I'll be back next week with a new episode for you. In the meantime, remember to keep on kidding around. Be well.